0: You are listening to the golf science lab podcast. My name is Cordy Walker and I'm on a mission to figure out how to improve the way that we learn and get better at golf. I've been able to travel all over the world, talking to the leaders in the industry from instructors to researchers, to golfers themselves, learning how they're getting better at golf and what that means for you. Hey, everyone. We're back with the unedited version from last week's podcast with Tom Lovelady. It's a really good conversation. And if you enjoyed that storytelling concept that we apply towards our episodes, you'll enjoy the unedited version. It's just the chat that we had that that podcast was created from. So, hope you enjoy this. Make sure to check out our sponsor of that episode, Super Speed. And then one of the new videos that we just launched, on three launch monitor practice hacks. Those are over on the website, golfsciencelab.com. Hope you enjoy this. We'll see you next week. All right. So, the basic premise of this conversation is, is super easy. And it's simply like, how did you get good? That's what we're trying to figure out. And so, like, just, I guess, take us back. Like, where did you get started? How did you get started? Your parents play? Like, what was your, what was your
1: start? So, I started golf. My dad was a golfer probably started whacking plastic balls around the house when I was two or three years old and, you know, then gradually worked my way up to the driving range. And at the course that we belonged at in Birmingham growing up, they had a par three course. So once I could graduate from the driving range to the par three course, I would, you know, do that. And then eventually to the big course, probably, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, maybe. And there's a great little junior tour in Birmingham called the Birmingham Golf Association, BGA, and you know I, I think the age division was 9 to 10 and you just you know played 9 holes and there's a point system and so it was you know it was somewhat competitive but at the same time we're 9 and 10 and it's just something to do with your friends and you'd all carpool out to the tournament and it was just fun to to meet meet some other people that play golf outside of where you live and it's funny that there's a couple guys that that did that tour as well that I'm still best friends with, played golf with college golf, amateur golf, junior golf, but started playing competitively, I think at nine, you know, nine or 10 years old, playing nine hole events and worked my way up to 18 hole events and then started playing, you know, bigger regional junior events and worked my way up and just, you know, kept playing and then started playing some SJGT, Southeastern Junior Golf Tour events, which was really good. And then got to do some AJGA events, probably starting that when I was. 14 maybe but I also played basketball and baseball growing up I played football for a little bit so I was just kind of athletic in a sense that I I would be playing some sport every day and it's funny things that you can learn from different sports that you can translate into golf whether it's work ethic or mindset or technique or this or that but I started I guess regularly playing we had a A grandfather and a grandson that my dad and I would play with every Sunday and that was just something that I always looked forward to when I was you know 11 12 13 14 years old always looking forward to Sunday afternoons playing golf with with um with those two guys that we played with for years I was just surrounded in a good environment a good golf environment so supportive parents like you had access to the golf course as much as you wanted yeah we um I, we were members of a country club. My dad would drive me to to tournaments. We'd fly to tournaments. Very supportive, very generous, just good parents. that would do anything for their son to to get him to where he wants to go. And what do you remember about those early days? Would you just go like
0: play thirty six holes a day? Were you on the range like the whole day? Like what do you remember about?
1: Yeah, about so that? I we were members at a club in Birmingham called Vestavia Country Club, and there was another guy that went to the same junior high and high school and he was also a member at Vestavia I I didn't really know any anyone from the Vestavia high school area so him and I his name's Stuart Jolly who he played at LSU and I believe they won a national championship while he was there so he's also a very good player and a, a really good friend and growing up we would always just meet after school at the club we'd go play golf we would we would I'd spend the night over there. We'd wake up, go play 36 Saturday morning or, you know, w- w- we played golf until we couldn't play anymore. And, and it was great because I pushed him, you know, to, to really get into golf and want to be good. But at the same time, he got better and better, which pushed me back to, you know, I, I don't want him to beat me. So <laughs> it, it was a great friendly robbery. And, yeah. Um, it, it was really fun to have somebody to essentially grow up playing golf with and um, to keep you interested and, to, to make you want to get better.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, so, your, like a lot of your development time was just on the course, competing with kind of a buddy you're playing with. Like you said, your dad and these other guys. And so, it was like getting out there and just going after it and just competing yeah. and doing that thing.
1: Yeah, it was just fun. And then my dad was a good golfer. He, you know, low, mid-70s, maybe occasional upper 70s. And then when I was getting, I don't know, probably... 13, 14, 15, I got to where I could, you know, get close to beating them, and then I beat them, and then I wanted to beat them all the time, so we'd play all the time, and it was just fun. There's a term called early specialization. I don't know if
0: you've, you've heard it, but this idea of like, we don't want junior golfers to just play golf, like when Correct. they're, you know, 10, 12 or something like that. Couldn't and you talked more. about like you were, you're an athlete, you're playing all these sports and doing that, right? When in your like junior days did you specialize then? Like, what was that?
1: What was um, the tipping point? It was ninth grade. I played baseball in ninth grade and golf. And, um, I loved baseball. I, I pitched and played right field. I loved the team part of it. I I just enjoyed baseball. I thought it was, you know, really fun, and I won our our state championship in ninth grade. And well, that was kind of a wake up call for me because I didn't think I was I didn't think I was that good at the time. I mean, just because I'm what 14 years old, and I beat some guys that went on to play Division one golf. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe this is the path that that I should take. I love golf. I have some great friends, and have had, you know success in other junior golf events so maybe let's just let's just go down this road and see where it goes and after that ninth grade that summer i really played some great golf and kind of got some national recognition from colleges across the country and um that was when i probably took it more serious and that was when i just stuck with golf only when you know schools were contacting me for you know visits or whatever i'm like okay wow this is pretty cool you know let's 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 pursue this and see where it goes Dude, that's crazy that you won in ninth grade. Yeah, I know. I'm guessing Alabama's
0: a deep golf state, so I'm guessing you had shot like under par, or yeah, like really good rounds, and
1: like that's crazy. I think I shot like f- four or five under. Of course it was pretty tough, but fortunately for me, I, I've always hit the ball a long way so distance off the tee's never been an issue. It was more of just playing mature golf and you know trying not to act my age and try to act older than you know I am mentally and. I just played well and beat some good players and I remember being nervous and were you ranked before that like did you did you know this was coming like I think I won another event or two during the season in high school and I had played well I mean it I wasn't completely shocked but at the same time there were so many good players I just didn't you just never know. Yeah. I mean, I, it could obviously be anybody's week, but um, it was cool to win. And that's a good sign that, like, hey, maybe we should do this golf maybe, thing. <laughs> maybe this golf thing is going to work out. We'll see.
0: That's funny. So what changed then? Did did you like? Let's get a coach and go do this. Or I got to take this more seriously.
1: Or like, um, was there any change? Or was it just
0: like let's keep doing uh, what we're doing?
1: Yes and no. Like I said, I was just a I was just an athletic kid, and I I saw a coach maybe once a month. I mean, I nothing crazy, and I would see him if, if something was just completely out of whack, but. Um, I probably saw him once a month, so I didn't really change much from what I had been doing before it was golf only, and if anything, I just started playing more events, and I just got better by playing against better competition. Yeah. So, I mean, I, was that the point that you knew, like, I'm good at this, or was it before that that you knew, like, I'm I'm really good at this? Well, I've never, I've never really thought about i'm good enough i'm good at this this you know whatever i've just always i've flown under the radar my my whole life and um i kind of prefer it that way but i knew that just with how i once i started playing ajga events and the bigger junior events and started actually competing and playing well as you know when i saw the names that i was going up against i'm like you know wow, maybe maybe this could be a thing if i keep working hard you know maybe i can i can get to you know the pga tour and um it's funny some of the guys that I've played against now are are out or some of the guys that I've played with in junior golf are out here on the p j tour so it's just kind of crazy how how good the competition was for our junior golf and that's what really pushed pushed me personally to get better so just like thinking back on that time period, like how do you think that you
0: got so good like what were the the keys that you were like that really helped me like was there anything that stands out in
1: your mind? you know not really I think just the love for the game and the passion for the game and the desire to want to be better. There's also a fine line because you don't want to burn out and lose interest, especially at a young age because there's a lot of parents that put a lot of pressure on their kids to you have to practice, you have to do this, you have to do that. Well, you do have to do some of that if you want to get better, but there's there's a fine line of, of doing it every day and taking a couple of days off, you know, whatever. But I can't think of anything specifically that was like, you know, that really changed for me, but I just remember really loving the, go- loving the game of golf. I had some of my best friends that played golf, and so it was just a it just kind of happened and it just kind of worked out. And um, I was just in a, I just grew up in a great golf environment. Yeah. I mean, environment
0: is a huge factor. We, it is. We for see sure. it time and time again, right? Like, I happen to live on the golf course. My mom happened to be the pro there. Like, for it's sure. just like, environment is one of those things
1: that you can't necessarily like, put your finger on, but it's sure. a huge factor in whether I, you're going to be successful or not. Yeah. The environment is huge, but if you have the environment and don't have the desire, then you know, then you're just kind of wasting your time if you want to take it seriously. But even if you don't have the environment, but you have the love for it, it's funny how many people grew up in the environment, had every opportunity... And failed, and how many people didn't grow up in that environment, but had the desire and drive to want to be better, that are now beating those guys because they've had to work for everything, and it's just funny the way the world works. Yeah, let's
0: talk about it. I mean, were there any struggles or like any times where like what were some of the obstacles that you had to? Were there any in that junior stage or like before you got to college? Were there any like this is hard, like any of that, or was your junior was that pretty smooth? Smooth sailing.
1: Uh, It was pretty smooth up until probably. I think I committed to Alabama the fall of my sophomore year of of high school and probably around the spring of my junior year, I enjoyed hanging out with my friends more than playing golf and doing those kind of things. And, you know, my dad kind of sat me down and we talked and he's like, well, in in kind of a stern voice and like, you know, do you really want to play golf? Like, is, is this something you want to do? And I'm like, yeah, you know, of course it is. I've done it. I've done it my whole life. Why wouldn't I want to do it? And you know, he's just like, well, you know, the things that you're doing are hurting you from getting to where you want to be. And I I mean, I wasn't practicing. I was doing the absolute bare minimum, which I mean, at times I I truly thought about quitting golf just because I enjoyed hanging out with my friends so much. But having that talk with my dad was huge because I kind of got off the path and he helped me, you know, guide me back onto the path and had a great summer. That's super interesting. Because yeah. sometimes
0: that, like, that could have gone two ways, right? You yeah, it been, was like, going to go one way or the other. <laughs> Dad, like, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. please go away. Yeah. Or you could have, it could have made yeah. an impact and it did. Yeah, and it did. And, and, so and, it did.
1: and uh, I'm forever grateful that it did because... Had I quit, who knows what I would be doing? Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, absolutely. so you then took it
0: seriously again. Yeah. After that, mm-hmm. did you have a good junior senior, like before going to Alabama? Is that?
1: Yeah, I I kind of transitioned into a couple uh, amateur events and played pretty decent, and I I won I think I won five or six times my senior year in high school golf. I won our our sub-state our regional and I won state again individually and as a team which was awesome and it was a great way to go out and just kind of turned the ship around and got everything going the right way and had a good summer after, you know leaving high school and played well going into college what was your motivation at this point like so there are a few things like winning is that your motivation was it money was it like what kept you going do you think I, I just wanted to I, I wanted to win I didn't care who I was playing whether they were better than me or or whatever i I just wanted to win i thought it was fun to win i wanted to play well because in junior golf by playing well you would get into the bigger events and obviously everybody wants to play the bigger events so that was that was motivation for me in junior golf to to get to be able to play in the ajga invitationals because those were a big deal and that was that was my motivation to play well and then college i wanted to i wanted to travel and, and and play on the travel team and you know so that was my motivation there I wanted to get better and then my last my last couple years of school and probably my last two years I kind of realized like hey maybe I am good enough to take my game to the next level and that was in college when you had that Mm -hmm. it was uh, I I thought I, I always thought that I could but I never you know was like wow maybe maybe this could really happen and uh the last couple of years that was kind of my motivation to get through q school play on the web get through the web and, and and you know work my way up and um that's
0: really interesting so even though you're you're doing super well as a junior right you, you went to alabama like you're obviously one of the one of the top guys out there you were just it still wasn't like yes i'm gonna do this right until yeah. that very end that seems i would have expected it to be sooner than that
1: yeah you know i I think it's different for everybody. I, like I said earlier, I, I've always kind of flown under the radar. I've just kind of always, you know, stayed in my lane, if you will. And, you know, I don't think too high. I don't think too low of myself. I just I just keep my head down and, you know, I just play the best golf I can and just see where it takes me, whether it's PGA, whether whether it's nowhere. I just, um, I just kept my head down and kept playing. Yeah, yeah. So junior golf to
0: college, how did that go? Was that easy? Was that tough? Was that?
1: It was fun because... I loved college. I loved everything about it. We had a great team, but our teammates—we were all best friends. I mean, we were all hanging out with each other 24/7. So it was—you you were surrounded with great guys, and everybody got along, and which really made that transition fairly easy. Just to 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 have friends like that that are there for you every day, that you're with every day, and it, it was a fairly smooth transition. Obviously, the the skill was was higher than junior golf just you know because of the age and experience and this that and the other but it was, it was a fairly smooth transition for me just because of my teammates and had great coaches yeah super good team too yeah that yeah. helps too who's out here now who's um, on the team? i was uh, on the team with justin thomas trey mullinax Bobby Wyatt was out here for a year. Uh, Corey Witsit was a four-team All-American. You guys did okay. It's an okay team. Robbie Shelton, (laughs) who will be out here next year, it's just uh, and obviously it was nice to have great players like that because you're playing against the best players in college golf, practicing day in day out. So that going back to environment,
0: right? Yeah, talk about the good environment. Like if you want to, if you want to push yourself, then go play with those guys, and if you're going
1: to realize if you're good or not pretty quick. For sure. I, and I don't regret that for for a minute. I didn't play every event because I didn't qualify for every event, but I'm so glad that I went to a team that was that good that pushed me to get better instead of going to a team where I could have been the number one player. I just didn't... Was that a thought for a while or no? No, yeah. I, I didn't see the advantage of go, just going in and being the top guy because you're going to have guys that are going to push you because they want to be at the top, but I wanted to be around the best players and, and the best coaches, and I was fortunate enough to get that chance. That's interesting because, I, I mean, we've heard
0: I've heard both sides of the story. Yeah. Of like, I went in and I won, and I learned how to win and do that. Or, like, your story where, like, I just I was pushed myself to grow and whatnot. So, I, I love. I mean, there's obviously not one route, and it's like your environment, though, that pushed you super hard to for sure. get better. What do you think you developed? Like, what got better in college for you? Was it anything, like, specific? Like, I became a better putter? Or was it more just like I became just a better player all around you
1: you kind of learn how to play golf and i know that sounds silly but you know just if you're on the outside looking in you think golf is just hit hit the ball as far as you can down there and then just try to wedge it on the green instead of you know plotting your way around the course you know laying up off the tee or you know missing it in correct spots and you just kind of learn how to get yourself around the golf course so i would say obviously your skills get better golf swing chipping putting everything everything improves but the most important is is learning how to play golf courses you know, when to take the risk, when to just lay it up and and play smart. And really mentally, I was always kind of hard on myself. If I made a bad swing or bad, bad bogey or, you know, whatever a shot that cost me a couple strokes, I'd always let it get to me. And that would kind of carry over. And, you know, when you get done with the round, it's like, well, why did I do that? Well, once you do that enough, you slowly learn that you can't do that anymore because, you know, you can cost yourself anywhere from one to two shots around, which is three to six in a golf tournament, which could be twentieth to fifth or eighth to first. So, obviously, it took time. It, it, it was it was hard to hard to free up, but just learning to, to deal with the bad and, and take the good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, if you were like, uh, talking to a junior sitting here who was yeah. going down the same path, how would you help them accelerate that process that you went through? Like, what would you tell them? And,
1: and it's stuff that they hear all the time, but as a kid, you just don't want to believe it because you want to think that what you're doing is right. That's how I was. I mean, I, my dad would get onto me all the time about, you know, he's beating you because he's not doing You know this and that, as to where you're doing this, and that's why you're losing to him by a stroke or two strokes, or you know this side or the other. And you really, you really, honestly, have to let the bad shots go. I mean, the quicker you can learn that, the more successful you'll be. It's not easy to learn, especially as a teenager. It's not easy to learn as a you know 25 year old. But the sooner that you can get over that you're gonna hit bad shots, you're gonna have bad holes, you're gonna have bad days, the sooner you can get over that, the more fun you'll have. But you'll also see the light of the tunnel a lot quicker, and and you'll start playing better golf, and you'll become more consistent by doing so.
0: We've had Greg on a bunch, and do a bunch with Greg, right? Mm-hmm. And like you're right on point, and it
1: sounds super easy, but reality is like it's it is hard, so hard, right? Like it it's- is so hard, and 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 especially as a teenager, because I know how teenagers think. You know how teenagers think. You know you you want to do what you want to do, and you think you're right when you're really not you know you have to you have to learn to to accept the bad because bad's gonna happen nobody's perfect tiger woods isn't perfect he's the best golfer you know that's ever played and he's had bad shots he's you know missed cuts and it's just it, it's just a part of it and it's gonna happen yep
0: so then i don't know exactly did you go to mini tours before web or did you yes. go through q school
1: right away or i graduated in 2016 and I played a couple mini-tour events that summer. I did a couple Monday qualifiers, and then I went to Q School for the web.com tour, now the Corn Ferry Tour, and fortunately made it through all stages and got status that December and was on web in, in 2017. So fortunately, I, I had status on the tour, you know, kind of right out of college, essentially, and, you know that was awesome, but there's a ton of people that play mini-tours. Mini-tours are great because it's competition. It doesn't matter what level you know, you're know you playing competition, but competition is always a good thing, and mini-tours are great. What do you think
0: was the difference between, so you obviously made it through that transition, mm-hmm. um, guys that didn't, like are there any things that you see as like pitfalls of, of things to avoid
1: in that transition, like things that you did well that helped you make it through? Just through my experience, and this goes back to being in the good environment at school i was always grinding to be the fifth guy i always had to qualify for everything i had to earn my spot as to where some guys it was just understood that they were going to go and play no matter how they played in qualifiers so i had to earn every spot i had to grind out every every qualifying round and in every tournament round you know to kind of prove myself that i deserve to, to play on this team and you know that really helped me going through q school because i've i've had to to grind everything out and that's exactly what q school is it it's a grind to to get status, and you know there's some guys that that have just it's just been understood that hey you're gonna play yeah so it was great for me because i have, I've had to work for everything my whole life, and um I've never been given anything and you know that's not that's not good or bad it just is what it is yeah. and you know whatever but That personally was great for me, that's why I wanted to go to a school where I would have to earn my way onto the team instead of giving my way onto the team. It's just, it's great for golf, and but it's also just great for life. You know, it it teaches you work ethic, and it gives you a internal drive and motivation to to be a better golfer, be a better person, be a better friend. You know, yeah. all that. And I mean, that's really cool that that's your mindset
0: that you bring into this, and that's yeah. why you've been able to just like, you've done really well really quickly, right? Right. And, and, but it's that attitude of just always bring that in and working really hard. And that's fascinating. That's cool. And and the, it comes from that college kind of was the biggest, yeah, biggest that's, that's,
1: That That's really where I, I learned how to play golf. I learned, I essentially learned golf as a whole and, and the drive for golf and, and what it takes to be better because I was playing with the best players. So you see what they're doing and what you need to do better. You know, you're always trying to do more than the next guy, you know, than the guy ahead of you to get better. And
0: I mean you're you're playing with, you know, J T was obviously ranked really high. Bobby and Robbie were ranked super high yeah. also, right? Yeah, I mean there was like five All Americans that I'm that I'm going up against and you know, I just had to earn my way on. Do you remember the first time that you beat them? Was that like a moment when you when you out there playing with them or were there any moments where you're
1: like Yes, I, I I, um, I, I did it in that. Like when you're
0: when you're going through that.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say. I guess I my fall my, my very first fall in 2011. I, I qualified for the first three tournaments and was playing well and was beating some guys that you know are, are out here and I'm like you know this could really be a thing and I just I just kept progressing as a player. I kept getting better as a player and just practicing with them. It's just you 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 start to get your belief and. You know, it might take a little while for it to set in, but... So, it, kind of parlaying
0: this, so we were talking about you moved to, to Jupiter, right? Right. Was that kind of the same mindset of, like, I'm going to go surround myself again with, like, the top players and, and do that? Yeah. A bit? Yeah. Or, um,
1: I I lived with Justin my freshman year, and, you know, we loved living together. We, we were great friends, still great friends. And, you know, after, after my third year of school, or, yeah, after my third year of school, I'm like i want to move down there i want to come live with you you know kind of like partially joking but you know there's some intent behind it and it's like that'd be like that'd be awesome i'd love that you know whatever and it worked out and those last two years that i was talking about i was there five years to my fourth and fifth year when i really got that belief that i can do it it was those last two years i was working to get to jupiter to become better in jupiter because there's so many PGA players in Jupiter. So if I can get better to where I can play with those guys, then I can play with anyone. And that was that was my drive the last couple of years was to you know not really miss a step between collegiate and professional golf. And going back to environment, I wanted to go down there to put myself in a good environment to get away from. It, this sounds bad, but to get away from my friends and and do my own thing and focus on my career, obviously it's very selfish. And I love my friends; I have great friends. But in order for me to be the best golfer I needed to be, I needed to be in Jupiter and not in Birmingham. And I don't regret it. I don't regret anything, and I'm, I'm very happy with the way that everything has gone.
0: Well, so we got the three the three environments, right? I feel like we've kind of broken your story down. We get we the have. mindset now. We get yeah. it. so it's like you and your buddy who played at LSU, super good golfer. you uh-huh. guys, pushed each other. Then uh-huh. you go to super good team. You get pushed again, and now you're doing mm-hmm. it again as professional. Like you're pushing yourself. Like, exactly. That's awesome. That's really yeah, cool.
1: It's, it. And and who knows what would have happened if I never had Stewart and Junior golf? I, I don't know if I would have had anyone to push me other than my dad. Because as a kid, you don't always listen to your parents. I know how that goes. Yeah. But you know, but to have somebody with you every step of the way them wanting to get better to beat you and vice versa and it was was just i was just truly lucky to have somebody to push me day in day out growing up
0: Okay. So just very tactically, we'll run through this. How has your practice or your training changed over the years? And in almost in a sense, like, what do you wish you could tell yourself back when you were in high school? Like, Hey, practice like this. Like, what what would you say?
1: I wish that w- when I was younger, that I had a purpose to my practice and that I wasn't just out there hitting balls just to hit balls. And that I wasn't just chipping just to see how much I could spin a chip shot that I wish that I was working on my wedges a little bit more as a junior golfer. I wish that I had more purpose with my short game, you know, try to get up and down from certain places and, you know, maybe do a few more putting drills instead of just going through the motions.
0: What's a game that you play now or what's like, what's some purpose that you have that's been helpful?
1: Yeah. So fortunately I've been lucky enough to buy TrackMan where I can work on my my yardages and I can work on my wedge numbers and I can do different performance tests that I've set up through that and um, I do those fairly regularly and putting wise I've have started doing more drills really working on six to ten feet and specific game there or anything yeah so I I put down five tees in a row six seven eight nine and ten feet five tees in a line four different ways around the hole and i try to make 16 of the 20 which is very good for you know six to ten feet making 80 percent is really good so um that's a drill that i do it helps me with with line and speed because you have uphill downhill left to right right to left so you have different variety of putts and uh then you, you have just some have to adjust, toward yeah, the especially towards the end. <laughs> so those are just a couple of the of the easy things that I do. And, you know, I'll have chipping contests with friends and, you know, whatever. But those are just a couple of things that I do daily. Yeah. So getting away from beating balls. Correct. And, and you did that as a junior a bit? I did. I did because as a kid, I wanted to hit drivers to see how far I could hit it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that doesn't take you very far. I mean, yeah, you can hit it far, but... You can't get it in the hole from seventy yards. Not much fun in that. So have to to learn how to how to get it in the hole and and just try to hit as many fairways and greens as you can. Obviously, you want to hit it at the pin every time to make birdie. But you know, there's so many times where you hit it at the pin and you make bogey, and then you look back. It's like, why did I just do that? How did I just make bogey? So just giving your giving yourself as many birdie chances as you can. Let's end just talking about
0: your experience with like instruction, right? So sure. we know each other because you work with Tony and sure. we're hanging out this week here. You hit high cuts. Yeah. That's what you do. It's gorgeous. It yeah. looks great. Have you always done that? Did somebody, did you no. have an instructor say like, hey, do this? Or like, what was it like your instruction kind of
1: path along the way? No. So the guy that I took lessons from in Birmingham, Jeff Jordan, I would see him, you know, once a month, you know, maybe twice a month. And we didn't, we didn't work on, a specific swing model, more of just how to make my athletic swing consistent. So he
0: didn't like I'm guessing fundamentals, like he didn't like say like, hey Tom, you gotta Whoa. do this, this and this and this and like
1: It wasn't like a you have to do this, you have to do that. It was more of like what can we do to make your athletic swing consistent? You know, what positions do you need to be in? Did your swing look very similar now as it did? Like not back at in all? The day? No. no not at all. No. So then then when I started working with Tony it was like in my opinion, if you want to start driving, get more consistent off the tee, you're going to want to hit shots that fall left to right. I know you hit it right to left, but you're going to want to hit shots that fall to the right, easier to control, a way to play more consistent golf. So the first lesson, we we started working on hitting pull cuts and, you know, having certain feels and, and, and things like that, and we just started doing bit by bit, you know, lesson after lesson and you know eventually I I got to the golf swing that I have now and it's on top of the ball and you know letting the ball fall left to right and as to where my old swing was very baseball kind of staying back on my back foot and swinging into out and hitting draws but you know hitting the occasional blocks out to the right and that really led to me wanting to hit the cut just because I would hang back to the right and I'd hit shots that start right and go right so going to the cut and getting on top of the ball and starting the ball left and allowed me to hit it more consistent and be more consistent and get better. When did you make that change? When did you guys do that? I made that change. We started working August, 2015. So college then? Mm-hmm. That was going into my fifth year. Okay. Started working with Tony. Gotcha. Results, like results change from that? It took it took some time to get used to because it was essentially the complete opposite way that right. I had been swinging my whole life. <laughs> yeah, totally. So it, it took some time, but towards the end of that year and, and that summer I had immediate success and, uh, then made it through Q school. So it, it took some time for it to sink in just, that's just how it works. Uh, but I'm glad that I, I went through all those changes to, to make myself better in the long run. Yeah.
0: How long do you think that it took you till you were like comfortable? Yeah, this is good. Months, months, months. Yeah. Did you do anything specific to make it transfer better or to make it, take it to the we, course or it, it,
1: Luckily we would just do piece by piece instead of just changing everything at once because if you change everything at once then it can go downhill quick and, and you might not see the end of it. But if you just get piece by piece down and get comfortable with with changing, you know, arm position or, or weight distribution, you know, just start little and do things gradual over time that was the way that i felt the most comfortable to change instead of just throwing everything on me the first time yeah
0: yeah this is cool man your story is really good i mean like we've we've gotten a lot out of here and i hope people can i, I mean one be aware of your environment for right? sure like you're for sure you're aware of that and conscious of that when you're growing up and because it kind of develops your mindset it does then it like there's just this whole cascade of things and it does it's a super cool story awesome good luck the next few weeks here Thank play you. Play well. Play well this week. For sure. You were uh, hitting those high cuts. Uh, you need it here because the fairways are super soft out there. So yeah, that it'll be nice to hit it far and. You're carrying it a long way. It's an advantage. It is. It's an it advantage. Is. Thanks, man. It's been fun. You got it. Thank you.